Proverbs 24, 15 through 18. Are we ready? The word of God says, Lay not wait, O wicked man, against the dwelling of the righteous. Spoil not his resting place. For a just man falleth seven times and rises up again. But the wicked shall fall into mischief. In Psalm 37, 23 through 24, the word of God says this. Are we ready? Psalm 37, 23 and 24. The word of God says, the Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will, not, will never fall, for the Lord holds them by the hand. I want to read that again. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never fall, for the Lord holds them by the hand. Hallelujah. The Lord add a rich blessing to the hearers, the readers, and the doers of his holy word. Hallelujah. 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 going to sing this together. You thought I was worth saving, so you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping, so you cleansed me up, so you cleansed me up inside. You thought I was to die for, so you sacrificed, so you sacrificed your life, so I could be free, so I could be whole, so I could tell it. You thought I, you thought I was worth saving, so you came and changed my life.
unto your people, oh God. Use me, oh God. Let nothing hinder this word from going forth. Oh God, I bless you right now. Have your way right now. 
In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 We've all seen commercials where a person has fallen to the floor and then says, Help me! I've fallen and I can't get up. Well, today for my sermon thesis, I want to change that slogan around a little bit and say, Help me! I've fallen and I want to get up. In all of our lives, at some point, we all have fallen. I'm not talking about literally falling because you tripped on concrete or ice or on a slippery floor. I'm talking about falling away from God. In some way, we have all sinned and have been tripped up and fallen into temptation. Each of us struggle in different areas of temptation. But as we look around here today, we wouldn't be here sitting in this sanctuary if we fell and didn't have enough strength to get up and make our way back to God and his way. It doesn't mean that we are exempt from still having some days when we stumble and fall into another temptation. The thing is this, we know how to get up. In Jeremiah 8 verse 4, the Lord through Jeremiah asked three questions of his people. Question number one, do people fall and not get up? Question two, if they turn away, do they not return? And question three, why have these people turned away? By God's mercy and grace, when we fall, we want to get up, dust ourselves off and get back in line with God's will. But for some people, it's not that easy. It's a daily struggle. Instead of leaning and depending on God, they lean and depend on other things. Maybe they're leaning and depending on other people or leaning and depending on drugs or alcohol or something else to help them make it through the day. They fall and they can't get up. They struggle to get up and out of that thing that's holding them down to the ground in change of deception. That temptation, that addiction has a greater hold on them in their weakness and they are unable to survive being held in chains of deception. Well, today I want to talk to you about a man named Thomas Fish. That's not his legal last name. I told him I'd call him that because his last name was too difficult to remember. He said that Fish was his nickname. Arnold and I met Thomas Fish on Wednesday around 4.45 p.m. 
The next morning as I lay in my bed, it dawned upon me that God had orchestrated our meeting with Thomas Fish on Wednesday. God set up this appointment. And let me tell you how. Most of you don't know this, but my husband and I have picked up a little side job to help supplement our social security. Right now, we're trying to save money to go on a cruise with our children. It's a job where you set your own hours and days as to when you want to dash. Well, we have this app on our phone from a company called DoorDash. So we are what you call dashers. From the app, they send us names of restaurants and that you can go to to pick up the food and deliver to local residents. You can accept or decline the job if you want to. You don't have to go, but most of the time you take it because they show you how much money you're going to make when you take that trip. And they also show you the mileage. Well, on this past Wednesday, we had a little confusion as to the restaurant pickup location. The address I saw, that, like I said, I saw on the app to pick up from McDonald was 1062 Western Avenue. So when we got to the only McDonald's on that stretch of road on Western Avenue, Arnold went inside and came out, went in and came out and said, well, this isn't 1062. The man said, this isn't 1062 Western Avenue. So he got in the car and we drove way down Western Avenue looking for 1062 Western Avenue. There was no 1062 Western Avenue McDonald's down there anywhere. So we pulled over, I called DoorDash support, and she was trying to call the McDonald's and didn't get in touch with them and everything. And while she was doing that, I looked at the app again, the address again, and it wasn't 1062, it was 1602. You know, and I, I mean, I don't think I have dyslexia or whatever, but I saw that and then, you know, so I was a little frustrated with my, I was real frustrated with myself because of the fact that it put us behind, way behind, to pick up somebody's food and get it to them while it was hot. So I was really frustrated. So we went back, got the food, and... I got the food and then we went to take it to this person that was over in Crossgates Mall. Okay, so we took it over to him and he was okay. I mean, he didn't seem like he had a, he was phased about our being late or anything like that. He even gave us a $5 tip. You know, so um, he was okay with it. So after that meal was delivered, we immediately got another delivery to go to Quail Street. And that's where we met Thomas Fish. We pulled up into a parking spot in front of where he was sitting, outside on the steps. He was a nicely dressed man, had a white shirt on, black pants, and um, wearing glasses and a beard. He wasn't, I mean, a good looking man. So when Arnold left out of the car, Thomas Fish said to me, God is good. I'm, I'm still sitting in the car listening to music, reading my iPad. And he said, God is good. 
So I said, yes, God is good. And then, so I kept on reading, you know, trying not to make eye contact, because you don't want to make eye contact with everybody you see, whatever. But he said, God is good again. So I said, yes, he is. God is really good. He is really good. You know, so I turned up my gospel music a little bit so he could hear it and everything. And he was just, you know, he was sitting there talking how God good was and everything. And then when Arnold got back into the car, and let me remind you, I really believe that God orchestrated this. So again, one more time, he said, God is good. And more fervently, I said, yes, God is good. So when Arnold returned to the car, Thomas Fish said to me, said to us, please, can you do me a favor? If I give you $20, will you take me to the mission on South Pearl Street? I'm a minister, and I have fallen, and I want to get back up. Praise God. Psalm 146.8 says, the Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are weighed down. The Lord loves the godly. So I looked over at Arnold and we agreed to take him to the mission and we would not be taking his money. He got into the car and he reeked of alcohol and he was determined, he said, can, can I open the window? I don't want you to smell this alcohol. I don't want you to smell this. So we finally got the window down. I know this is a long story, but please get something out of this. God orchestrated our McDonald's delay so that we would have this opportunity to meet this man. After he opened the window, I asked him his name and he said, Thomas, like Daddy Thomas, but they call me Fish. He tried to tell me his last name, but there were too many syllables to remember. So I told him that I was going to call him Thomas Fish. He then handed me a bunch of unorganized bills and asked if there was a Benjamin in the stack. That's how much he trusted me already in that car. So I took the time to organize the bills for him and told him that there was no $100 bill. And he said, oh, I must have lost it. I must have lost it. I asked him, do you want me to count how much you do have? He said, yes, so he had $253. I handed the money back to him, but he tried to give it all back to me, telling me to keep it. He was very insistent upon it, but I refused, we refused, Uh uh-uh. He finally said, well, at least take this $20 bill. And as he persisted, I did take the 20. He then gave us his home address, which was on Hudson Avenue, and said, whatever I have there, you can go and you can take it. You can take all of it. Now, I need for you to keep also in mind that although he reeked of alcohol, he was not visibly drunk. He was not stumbly drunk. He wasn't any. He just, he's, if you didn't smell the alcohol on him, you would not know that he was drunk. But he was trying to give everything away. He just kept saying, well, I'm going to give everything away. Remember, he said, I'm a minister. I've fallen. And he wanted to get back up. He wanted to get back to himself. 
After getting him to settle down, I asked him if I could pray for him, and he said yes. So I prayed, and I prayed hard and loud for that man in that car on the way down to the mission. And I know I felt the Holy Spirit in there, and I'm sure he did too. This was a God moment. It was a God moment. God orchestrated this time and place through causing a major delay in our dash schedule. God meant for this interaction to take place. We pulled up in front of the mission and Thomas Fish was so grateful to God for sending us his way. He knew that it had to be God. We also knew that it was a God-ordained moment. God-ordained moment. My only dismay is that I didn't have a car to give him with our information on it. I'm believing by faith that one day I'm going to meet him again and he's going to be steady on his feet. He is not going to have the smell of liquor on him. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never fall for the Lord holds them by the hand. I believe that Thomas Fish is going to be just fine. Though he stumbled, God will not let him fall for the Lord is holding his hand so that he will see a brighter day. When you fall, don't stay down in your fallen state. Get up. Get up. Don't stay there. When you fall, don't stay down in your fallen state. Ask the Savior to help you. He will carry you through every trial, every temptation. He's God and there is nothing too hard for him. Nothing too hard for him. Today I ask you, are you having a Thomas Fish moment? Are you having a Thomas Fish moment? Well, if you are, just know that no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. If you're having a Thomas Fish moment, just know that God will never leave you or forsake you. Hallelujah. In your Thomas Fish moment, know that you can lean and depend on God. Don't lean on anything else. Trust in your Father God. He's your protector. He's your healer. He's your deliverer. He's your way maker. He's your light when things are dark in your life. He will pick you up and turn you around. Hallelujah. Be honest with yourself and with God. If you've fallen, get up, Thomas Fish. Get up. Though you stumble, you will never fall. For the Lord holds you with his hand. You will make it through every Thomas Fish moment. Just give it to God. Let him handle it. He will see you through. Get up and get right with God. Get up and get right with God. Don't stay there. Lean and depend on God. Lean and depend on God. Trust him. Get up. Get up. Get up. Tell somebody, get up. Get up. Get up in your Thomas Fish moments. Don't just lay there. 
Don't just lay there. Don't sink into the concrete of deception. But get up, pray, ask God, help me. Help me. I've fallen and I want to get up. I want to get up. I want to get up. Get up, Thomas Fish. Get up. And God will help you through every situation, through every trial, through every temptation. He will help you. Just ask the Lord. Hallelujah. Get up and get right with God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Everybody ought to get a ride with God. And do it now. Get a ride with God. And He will show you how. Down at the cross Where he shed his blood Get right with God Get right, get right with God Everybody ought to get right with God And do it now Get right with God Oh, he will show Where he shed his blood Get right with God Get right, get right Oh yes, get right with God And do it now Get right with God Oh, he will show you how Down at the cross